0: Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris.
1: And I'm not Karina.
0: And neither of us are Lulu. I'm
1: not one, I think. Am I allowed to do that or does that break the pattern?
0: You can do whoever. Okay, cool. We've had it both you ways. Can be okay. Not, cool. not anyone. I don't know.
1: And I'm not anyone but Lulu. <laughs> I am cool. only. Well, can we keep our pronouns? I think that'll be really sticky. I don't want to <laughs> true deal true. with how that would feel. There so. you go. Yeah. That's you know, fair. I'm still sheep, yeah. so
0: let's go with it. Yes. <laughs> cool. There we go. Um, and it is, tell tell them what month it is. Cause oh, it's Pride it's Month. exciting. Time. I always forget. I know. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. It's Pride Month. Pride Month. Pride Month. Pride Month. Um, and so we are here with our dear friend to talk about, it's kind of an interesting one because we're going to be diving into, it's like one year later. So this will be an interesting contrast to our, our first Pride yeah.
1: Month episode. huh. Yeah. Um, I'm here to judge the progress. I'm not going <laughs> to okay. be talking about We're my. We're going to get a will get a grade at the end. Yeah, and... I, I will be like ref. So, so. <laughs> okay. So. It's
0: like um. Just
1: keep it civil when y'all talk about your identities when you're later. Okay. Okay. I'll try. I mixed the metaphors there, and I had to reclaim it. So like, okay. Now I'm a ref, and I'm going to do what a ref does. So, <laughs> good job. Figured I'll... it out. <laughs> <It's all good>. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> um. How do you want to start? Wanna um, do our weekly recap? Do you want to do introductions? Do we want to? How do you want
2: to? Let's do introductions because okay. we always skip introductions if we do the weekly first.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, so this is if this is your first time joining us. Uh, I'm Karina. This is my brother Chris, and this is our guest. How would you like to be? What, what name would you like to go by today?
1: Uh, ooh, I have a list because I'm a trans femme drag type. Um, <laughs> let's go with Thea. Thea. I Thea too.
0: Yeah, I like that's that a good one. A lot. I like it because it's like. Thank you. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like Dorothea, Mm -hmm. and I love so. So Dorothea is uh,
1: the main character of Middlemarch. There you go. Okay, and I relate to her a lot. So
0: excellent. So we are here with Thea. today. I like that. And we're gonna do our pride-themed episode. Um, I think if we're starting off on the right foot, pronouns are in order. Yeah. You wanna go first?
2: I I am he him.
0: I am she her. But it really doesn't matter to me. You can yeah. call me "Hey, you" over there with the face I'm good and the with, pants. With they too. So,
1: <laughs> right on. Yeah, I'm a they she.
0: Yeah, and I'll still ignore you. <laughs> Not you. I was just like, like oh you wow You can call okay. me whatever you want and I will still, still ignore you. <laughs> yeah. No. It was Got a it. thought that was like it was no, lagging I figured, a little bit. But I was like, was wow like, that would be
1: very daring. <laughs> <laughs> just do it was, It's it. like we're I'm gonna... glad we're that close, but also like
0: <laughs> We're gonna bring on a guest and just ignore them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> so fun.
1: I'm I play the role of the audience. I'm watching. Oh no. Uh, and it's um What's the term for a relationship that's like one sided? Oh, um, um, wow. It's, I keep thinking of, so I'm thinking of pathological, which is not my it. brain
0: was like parasitic,
1: and I'm thinking, <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I mean, depending I mean, it can certainly be parasitic, but
0: there's a, like, I would set hope down this one from isn't. That. Yeah. like, um, um codependent. I, and I keep thinking of, I don't know,
1: pantheastic. I'm not even sure if that is like a dinosaur time name, I don't think. You know, like Jurassic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pantheastic. Oh, oh, oh. Fantastic. Gotcha. I was
0: like, I don't know that the There's dinosaurs had in there. Names. That was a good
1: time. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, whatever. You know the thing. It's the, I <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. But yeah. <laughs> it will,
0: we're all kind of wound up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We started off with feet, so you know it's a good day. Yeah. yeah. This is EDS. So it's hard to go
1: down from there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're only going up. Using our feet, mm-hmm. totally. The oh my that you don't god! Lie. Get out of here with your totally. Sorry, <laughs> I don't think you realized you did it until I realized you did it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Wonderful. Um, where? Help me navigate this one. Mm. So I'm having structural difficulties.
1: Structural difficulties. Yes. It's um, a cool band
0: name. Yes. <laughs> yes, it
2: is. Now I'm gonna be stuck on that. Um.
0: <laughs> structural <laughs> difficulties oh friends look so if you're watching today you can see I'm wearing my shirt you look so good I deserve a clean house and a hard body yeah it's beautiful I, I have my other one that I wore yesterday for our live um and then next are hoodies Mwah-ha-ha. yeah I
2: need to get hoodies
0: Mwah-ha-ha.
2: and then cut them apart
0: <laughs> ruin them no it'll <that'll> be great <laughs> no you should. I know what you want to yeah. do. you want sleeveless. Mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> well, not sleeveless. I want short sleeves.
0: That's Giant. What short I sleeves.
2: meant. But... Well, sleeveless. Imagine that. Just like I... best. <laughs> It's
0: a vest. <laughs> a vest hood. hoodie. Why? Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Um,
2: I say we just do weekly recap. It'll All make right. Make your brain happy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. So in that case, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Woohoo! Um. You want to go first?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, what did we do after last week? I feel like something happened on Sunday, but I can't remember. No, it was it was pretty calm, actually. I mm-hmm. spent a lot of time with the kids. We've yeah. been doing a lot of summer stuff. Because yes. they've been very bored. Rory's been acquainted with boredom for the first time ever, it seems like. so.
0: And he's physically pained by it. That's why he came it. in here earlier,
2: because he's bored and he was going to ask me for something. Like, can we play something together? Yeah. It's more of an ennui. Yeah. Like something. It's an ordeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's I hit him hard. Yeah,
0: He does not appreciate boredom mm-hmm. at all.
2: Um, so we've been playing lots of games together. Um, a lot of fatigue early in the week. Yes. Mm-hmm. I could not wake up one of the days.
0: I think it was Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think we were both conked out all of Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then we hung out yesterday and Daryl live. Yep. Which was really that good. That was
0: fun. And we hung out a couple times. times yeah. over the course of the week. So that was nice. Like I was here Tuesday and then Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We and hung then, out like a long time. We did a yeah. long live too. We did. It was really fun. Like we got a eight? full page, like a page and a half of um, topic suggestions yeah. from people on Facebook. So that nice was really job. cool. And so we sat down and wrote all those down. We
2: have episodes for days.
0: Episodes for years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> Ooh. Probably enough to stretch it. Like if we really stretch them out.
0: Well, and there's a few that we've already kind of... Yeah. like drug through the mud so
2: but yeah it's been a good week otherwise yeah i got oh I, I was sick for a day i told you i had that like oh yeah random one day cold
0: yeah it's weird Those are so weird
2: yeah yeah like i went to bed woke up and was fine but before that i felt like i was dying
0: like That's it was so weird. really intense and yeah. then it went away your body was just like ah okay never mind yeah <laughs> it's a fire we put it out mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's gone now <laughs> <laughs> No need to overreact. Um, My week was a lot of fatigue. And then there was some, like, family upheaval and drama. Mm. But it was fine at the end. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I am the person who, like, manages everything Mm -hmm. and is the go-between and the, like, translator for poor communication because Mm -hmm. that's a big thing with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I wind up, like, not playing both sides, but, like, running between. And it's, like, yeah. running back You're and forth. You're heavily involved, yeah. Yeah. Heavily involved on both sides and then heavily emotionally involved on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, can there just not be sides? I'm so tired. <laughs> Please stop. Um, But I did get to sleep for the first time in, like, 9, 10, 12 weeks. Yay. Yeah. Because... And it was weird waking up, because yesterday I felt good. Yeah, was yesterday was a great day. Weird. Weird. Because I haven't felt good in a long time.
2: It's a long time. It sounds so sad. Uh, I haven't had a good day in forever.
0: Not well, like, it's yeah. not a good day. But, like, I haven't felt, like, I haven't woken up and been like, ah, oh, I don't hate this. Yeah. No, yeah. usually I wake up and I'm like, dear God, who invented consciousness? And why? It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolutely. yeah. And then we did live and we hung out and mm-hmm. yeah. nothing too crazy. And then, oh, I have, um, surgeon appointment on Monday. She's
2: going to get surgery. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> well, I'm going to get surgery. It just depends on when. Yeah. Cause we have things to do in late July, early August. Oh yeah. If things go well, we'll see.
2: So you're going to try and get that done before. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Brave.
0: I would like to do that before. Not after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just in case anyone who is emotionally invested in my world is watching. You don't know what's happening, so shh. <laughs> and those of you who do know, also shh. Just, just,
1: just while well, I'm shh. manifesting a good outcome on the shh. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> on the redacted. Yeah. On
0: the redacted. Exactly.
1: <laughs> How about you? Oh, um, it's been okay. So this is my first week not being vegetarian anymore so i lasted I about six months I, I shouldn't say lasted because it's not like i gave up but it's like i went to the doctor mm-hmm. and i weighed in like way less than i've ever been in my young adulthood okay. which is like a concern when you're taking estrogen but yeah. like i don't want to lose that bulk especially because like i have lesbian shit to do yeah so but also like i'm six two so i can very quickly kind of go into a unhealthy weight yeah um so i've just been like mincing the protein and i'm also assuming that a lot of the fatigue from previous weeks was just like me not having enough protein mm. wow. um so on sunday i ordered tacos and they were amazing um and i yeah summer made wings yesterday which were oh, like, yeah amazing but I still have one left over for lunch.
0: we have to associate with summer this is this is summer's um partner partner I yeah, was like you do to t- hesitate where no I wasn't sure where we were
2: what level of partner yes
0: oh what level of partner oh no but we're yeah. partners
1: yeah we're good so this is this is yeah. my
0: dear friend Summers yeah, yeah we're
1: partners like um I don't actually watch media so I can't even think of <laughs> like like Mario no like Wario and Waluigi you know it's like are we related are we married <laughs> are we like fellow costumers like what's the deal <laughs> no we're very firmly romantically intertwined
0: yeah I. In. yes
1: that was well worded um like and lou is
0: who i want to be when i grow up so someday 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 but how i'm so? never growing up so it's not gonna happen yeah how so what's it's, that this is a surprise that oh you my wanna... gosh you were just so like bold and witty and like quick and i love it oh my gosh Thank you. Wow. <laughs>
1: okay, and I received praise today, and that was
0: amazing. <laughs> um,
1: I will give it back in kind, of, but I need to finish my weekly recap. Too. So yes, um, yeah. So went to the doctors for a hormones checkup. Um, testosterone is low, estrogen is high. Um, fuck yeah. Um, but so I've I've been like wanting to switch medications. I don't actually know the difference between like estradiol which is what i'm taking and mm-hmm. like progesterone there are different forms of estrogen and, and yeah. like those are both two naturally occurring uh-huh. hormones like in the female body but yeah. um you know i don't like I'm, I'm producing some progesterone already because um i wait like i m- when my labs came in i'm just above like the upper limit of what you know people who are assigned male tend to be born with the amount right Um, so it's like either I'm producing estrogen from estrogen or progesterone from estradiol or I'm intersex. So like either would be great. Yeah. Either be a great outcome. Um, because yeah, then if I'm not, then that would be the level that I've like retained, Mm -hmm. um, since before transition. So that would mean something too, but, um, yeah, so things are looking good. Um, but my doctor just raised my... Spironolactone dose. That's my testosterone blocker. Oh. Okay. Um, and what that does is it takes all the testosterone, um, and it forms it into pee, and then you pee it out. Mm. So. I had to be
2: on an estrogen blocker for a while. Yeah. Because my testosterone was um, like in the fifties, which is really. See, low. I don't know what's like. Mm. It's low. What an it is supposed to be. Mm. And then we we stopped taking it, so I don't know. My testosterone's been low for a long time.
1: <laughs> I, I'm trying my best to explain what it means, but what it means to me is that I'm growing tits. And that's right. fucking Woop. awesome. So I'm going to keep doing that. Um, and that's great. And it makes me feel I'm more West like myself, West which West. is West. also West. really important. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it soothes dysphoria and it creates mm-hmm. euphoria. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's the tits. Like I'm getting to a point where I don't even have to wear a bra and I can hold my phone on my shirt. And that's so far away from being a 100, like, like a 90 pound boy uh, or somebody who is just like, woke up and pretended to be a boy and right was just like does this feel right um or is this like a costume um for like 20 years so um but yeah so that was good and then i had a date with a fellow trans doll um who i'd had a date with before when i went over to her house this time um and watched some anime and nice. i don't oh, know nice. much about anime but i've always wanted to get into it
0: so did you like it i did do you know good. what it was called um
1: she showed me the first episode of kill it kill oh kill kill so good yeah and and no, it's o- one it's yet. been one that i've been interested in yeah i love i just love the character design um and i know they pull out all the stops for a first episode but like the animation was especially smooth so oh yeah so good um and it's like so good like the OC, um, <laughs> who enters into a sapphic relationship down the line, I'm told, mm-hmm. um, has a fucking weapon that's half a scissor. And she's looking for the other half. That is absolutely ridiculous. You couldn't get away with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I should make you watch I it haven't some watched, way. It's yeah, but yeah, it's good.
1: And there's a red streak of hair, which is really cool. I'm, I'm a sucker for streaks of streaks of color in hair. And I need to redone mine. mine. Hey. Yep.
0: We're, we were just like literally just talking about how you haven't done your pink yet. Yep. And I'm going to do a stripe of blue oh, so that, that really we have amazing. our podcast. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Um. And then, yeah, other than that, I have been really actively trying to let myself just like take this summer off mm. and not have to like exert myself to get like shitty on demand online hours for tutoring right. that right. are just like spread out and like not worth the effort. Yeah. Um. And just like recover this time, because then you know, um. I've worked more than enough like, in peak, hours or like peak season that I can like let myself float, and mm-hmm. I'm like actually giving myself, the faith to do that because nice. this is like the first time that I've like, um, you know, paid this much rent in my life, yeah. um. And it's like it's about that time. I'm 23. Um. But yeah. So. So, that, I mean, that's been nice. Um, it's given me a lot more self-trust because I do know that, like, I'm okay. And yeah. it's like I'm, I'm watching the numbers um, go down in a way that's, like, I'm used to. Um, not expected and I planned out. And that's really nice. Right.
0: It's not, like, panic-inducing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... There is auxiliary <laughs> panic, but it's just, like, I'd be panicking about something made up if I wasn't panicking about it. Right. like a real world problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, to me it's arbitrary. Um. It's kind of cool to actually be able to put effort towards it too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. And, yeah, hanging out with Kitty and replaying Fallout New Vegas has been yeah. kind of my plans. Excellent. Um, for yeah, recently just been what I've been doing and a lot of weed because that's been helping my mental health.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've talked about it before, like. <clears throat> I use it for anxiety because it helps me to pull myself out of my head and be mm-hmm. able to like lay, yeah, the issue or what the like the occurrence flat and be mm-hmm. able yep. to look at it, yeah, like from a distance and see more bigger like more big picture stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs>
1: absolutely. I've I've been realizing I've had like a lot of like mental health epiphanies this week too, which I hope we can talk about. But yeah, but yeah, um, that helps in part just like cutting through the static Mm -hmm. um and i think really the only thing that's prevented me from using it as medicine more is social stigma right and not because i'm afraid of any effects of it
2: yeah because it's
1: like i'm at the max dose of sertraline and that's not something i'm addicted to that's something that i need to function yeah so it's like yeah um so arbitrary after that point Mm -hmm. to um worry about the realm of addiction that like by design by OCD's design like you are so mindful of all the time right yeah. that it's like a non factor right um so yeah I, i've just just been kind of having those realizations and treating myself kindly trying to yeah therapy has been nice yes Glad you I said
0: to... something oh i'm sorry mm-hmm? i didn't mean to cut you no off. go for it. you said something interesting earlier about like um realizing that your perspective isn't like the whole truth Mm -hmm. um and that is something that we've talked about like at length and like that was my huge learning moment years and years ago that Uh helped me pull out of all of that was my husband sat down in the car and i was having a panic attack and like it was bad i was melting down Mm -hmm. and he just looked at me he was like stop because like you you need to think maybe your perspective isn't reality
1: And my brain just
0: came to like this screeching call (laughs) and i was like oh yeah that's a possibility oh okay maybe i'm okay
1: yeah i i had that realization when i had less of like a, a realization like that and more of just i realized in the opposite direction you know operating on the assumption that like oh my my the way that my lived experience is, is what most people go through. Mm. Um, and it just isn't um, because of all of my intersections, right? But um, I just realized like, I wasn't letting myself like be disabled.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to make it a judgment. I was like, so if this is just how life feels yeah. for a human being on earth, I don't know how anybody fucking does it. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I it would, it would um, leech into every facet of my life. Like I'd, eat, oh, yeah. I would um, like eat food, and I'd be like, "Wow, somebody was working in a factory, and then somebody like made this, and then somebody farmed all the materials." It's like, how do they do all that shit when they're going through like what I'm feeling right now? Right. It's like they don't. Most people yeah. don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god. And we, just realizing that.
0: We spent years fighting that assumption and just being like. Eh. We're just bad at life yeah exactly Right. Like, we're like ah There's maybe something. everybody feels the way i feel right. and i just can't handle yeah, it I can't, like, yeah why can't i
2: keep
3: up
0: like yeah it's... there's something wrong in me because yeah. i yeah. can't handle it's it mental health bootstrap everyone, everyone else like, can handle it
1: just like the other bootstrap theory doesn't fucking make sense right? right
0: yeah no it's like i think and it's a different kind of self-awareness to be able to think is my experience the same as the people around me right like mm-hmm. is my experience the same as my peers mm-hmm and that like i don't know it's a different kind of both sem- like self-awareness and empathy i think yeah cuz we're constantly like trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes mm-hmm. to see what that feels like and like judge our own experience side by side with it yes. yeah it's just it's a fascinating thing and i and i wonder like how many people wake up and they're like does everyone feel the way that i feel because oh. i feel messed up yeah <clears throat> and if normal people don't even if that doesn't even occur to them like i i'm so curious it's yeah. such a weird thing
1: yeah i mean that's how that's one of the ways that i discovered dysphoria right, right. my own dysphoria was um i was um so summer was my partner before i transitioned to Mm -hmm. Um, made her a lesbian fuck yes (laughs) but anyway um, I would look at her dresses and I'd be like I'm really into those Um, and at first I thought it was like fetishistic or kinky
3: Mm
2: -hmm. right
1: which is always like the thing that trans girls are gaslit into thinking that they are so there's a lot of internalized transphobia there I was already feeling it Mm -hmm. Um, but then I was like so so are the people that have this kink, like just the people that are brave enough to do it? Or right. no, is this like most sexual aberrations, like a minority of people? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I opened myself up to that idea. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so it's not that though, because it should bring me pleasure, whereas it's making me depressed. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so so I look down at the skirt I'm wearing and I'm going like, that feels good, actually. Everything else sucks. Um, and then from there I can, you know, start like changing the way that I live. Yeah. Um, and now I like dress, I mean, I've maintained my really well, my baggy band shirt, skinny jeans (laughs) and converse look from like when I was an alt rocker in high school. Right. Um, but now I just do it like in a butch way and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, I, I did have that realization too of just like. And this has a lot to do with pride and this has a lot to do with like intersectionality as well. Like you are part of a minority group Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make you weaker. Like it doesn't make you, it doesn't necessarily make you at a disadvantage in life, but it's just like you are in a minority and most people don't live like this. Right. And it just started like, I didn't even have to think about that theoretically. I was just like, oh, so this is allowed to be hard then. Like Mm -hmm. if this is an exceptional experience, this is allowed to be really difficult.
0: Oof. That hit right. me in a different way. Oh, did it? Yeah. Wow. Like that's <laughs> wow. That's right? a different wording that I hadn't.
1: Yeah, like it, of it that it's allowed, way. Allowed, like, allowed to be hard. To? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That wow. Like it doesn't have to be a cry personal thing. I'm gonna cry now. Things. Right. Like, yeah.
1: It it can just be shitty. Right.
0: Yeah. You just get well, through Well, because so much of everything is like mask, mask, mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time, forever. Yeah. And then. Like, you feel guilty when you unmask. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of our experience in the last year has been, like, dismantling all of those masks and living honestly, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: we're, we're anti-maskers. On this
0: right. Because it, it takes, <laughs> it just takes so much energy. And if you're a spoonie, you get it. Yeah. Like, masking takes it out of you and then makes you feel that, like, heavy depression. Like, mm-hmm. it's not. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Whew. Because yeah. you're not living honestly. You're not living authentically. And you're like, forcing yourself into a tiny box. Well,
2: sometimes you don't even realize you. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like, you're just depressed and you're masking. Yeah, you.
0: half the time you don't realize there no. is an outside of that tiny exactly. little box. Yeah. You're just like, I live here, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Other people seem yeah. fine with it. It's like, imagine
1: if somebody <clears throat> was, like, a pedestrian was hit by a car and they were too in the process of their recovery, like, guilt themselves for being hit right. by a car. Like, it was a personal failing that I didn't, Uh, see that it was coming or that Mm -hmm. I was listening to my music too loud and I didn't hear it Mm -hmm. or I whatever right it goes
0: back to that blame factor right like it
1: it not only makes it a pain issue but it makes it like a self-esteem issue yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like when you deserve to when you feel like you deserve to feel more pain you just let yourself feel more of it and that sucks (laughs) yep (laughs) okay Oh, I didn't mean to make you cry this early
0: oh my god that was like that was I don't know it's just I like I think about this shit all it the time clicks. <laughs> like you know when you hear something like a hundred ways and you're like yep, yep. cool yeah. yep cool yep yeah. cool and then you turn it just tiny bit sideways and you're like yeah. whoa there's a puzzle piece to my whole brain <laughs> what the heck okay,
2: yeah I gotta have those realizations yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: that was like intense and crazy and weird <laughs> but yeah no absolutely I and mean, I think that's, that's a lot of what we're trying to do and trying to accomplish yeah. is, mm-hmm. like let's live authentically and then teach other people that it's okay. And we're allowed to struggle Mm -hmm. because everybody's struggling in different ways. But if we can like, if we can open that up and let people see the suffering around them, Mm -hmm. then we could all collectively feel less alone. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And more supported and more empathy for each other. And that in and of itself changes the culture that we live in. Mm -hmm. Right. If we can all feel empathy, for each other and back and forth like everything comes crashing down in a good way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right
1: yeah absolutely the bad things crash down right yeah um things that are good to crash down um yeah i totally agree and and that's really affirming to hear because uh like seeing everything go on around me um especially being a trans woman um but then just also just like having basic empathy for people right um like it often feels um like pedantic or like a luxury Mm -hmm. to like uh, it's just like yeah this is my way of contributing i'm like making myself have fun and i'm like trying to teach that to others and it's like okay also you know this is what i tell myself some people are busting their ass and are like killing themselves for it Mm -hmm. it's like so is this enough and it's like yeah it is right. like we all have the choices that we make and we're all content with certain things that we do yeah um and it's like some people are you know stuck to certain sh- sh- shitty choices that some mm-hmm. other of us will never have to make right um but they're not feeling any better you feeling shitty about it mm-hmm. right. right right so it's like be the best that you can be so that your cup naturally overflows into that cup that's shriveling mm-hmm. right. all the way down here
0: No, um, absolutely yeah yeah it's like You look at the world and people are like, oh, we can't change it all, so let's not try. But when you're Uh like, hey, what about that tiny, itty-bitty corner that you live in? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you could make that tiny, little, bitty corner better. Yeah. And that would be enough. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yes. Like, let that be enough and then it will spread. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have to do it all.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have
0: to do it all Mm -hmm. at once. Like, baby steps. Baby steps, friends. But I think the generations coming after us are... Are in it, like oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of empathy.
1: Well, y'all are in those next, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm technically Gen Z,
0: yeah. There's a lot of empathy in Gen Z and in Gen A as they're coming up, and And millennials too, yeah. Yeah. And we're starting to learn that, like, that's not a weakness, no, it's not exactly. Empathy is not a weakness,
3: yeah, but
0: society teaches us that it is, Mm -hmm. or that we will be taken advantage of, or and, and in some ways. We are because we are compassionate and empathetic, but that's only because of the systems that we live in that were mm-hmm. designed to do exactly that.
1: Yeah. So and then saying it just becomes a circle, right? It's like yeah. Yeah. so if I were to say, Oh, that system is bad, um, the solution is just like, Okay, but like deal with it. Right. It's like, no, but like that system is bad for everybody. Right. Um
0: like is if, broken.
1: If you're if you're benefiting from that system, like you're shriveled up inside somewhere. Mm-hmm um yeah. you're not living it's not joyful right. i I, right. I can't imagine um so yeah. yeah it's like obviously it benefits certain people more than others and um like dismantling that system but it's like mm-hmm. also I, I think that we do need to talk more about that like yeah um i i think that neurotypical people like they benefit from it but it also like mm-hmm. sucks
3: yeah like yeah.
1: they shouldn't have to stick with it right um and i i think that um mm-hmm. A world without it would be better for them too. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think if we could get beyond the idea that like neurotypical is the standard, right? Mm-hmm,
1: right? Absolutely. Right. If we could,
0: if we could dismantle there being a standard, uh huh, people could be people.
2: Yeah. Imagine that.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Instead of this, like, oh, we have these systems that were designed by type A for type A, and now everyone live in it, have fun. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah,
1: if you're type B, just erase B.
0: Right. And just, like, yeah. put A. No, just you put need, a. Yeah. You need to be an A. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not, we're gonna, you're, you're bad. Ex- it's time to go to time out forever. Instead of, like,
1: erasing a letter, it's uh, erasing your entire personhood mm-hmm. and then starting from scratch. Yeah, rebuilding yourself. Yeah, pretty easy to fish. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then later having to go back and uncover yourself, like, you've <laughs> <it's, laughs> Uh archaeological dig Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh hey
1: I forgot about
0: Mm. this yeah yeah
1: I have those experiences all the time especially being trans like I'm like oh that was a very much repressed right uh queer experience back there um that was definitely me reaching out for help like wanting to be a girl but not really feeling like I could Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah, It's got to be really intense, like, seeing everything through the lens now. Yeah, yeah, it it is. It is. So I think about how the experience of, like... So you don't necessarily have to when you come out of trans, but, like, assuming that you change your name, right? Right. And you don't want to be called your old name anymore. That's why you changed it. Like, so even that way, you were called that old name for the majority of your life. Like, on the day that you come out, it was the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, And there's really... I can't think of many other experiences where it's just so consistent. Like, from birth, you are trying to erase and rebuild these experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's beautiful. Like, I'm really grateful for it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's also really stressful. Yeah. Um, Especially because then you know so so first of all there's this feeling of you're you are a different person now but that sort of idea that you tell yourself um and that you you rationalize in order to like live with Mm. like your new self yeah um kind of mirrors the way that you talk about people who have like done bad things in the past oh yeah um yeah and it's like that can cause a lot of self-blame my wires get crossed there a lot it's like mm. i'm not trying to erase this because i regret anything right um i'm trying to replace these years because of just pain was just set on me and it's like it comes from the fault of nobody right but that was like the first thing that came up to my parents is like um just like defensiveness oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, how did not we know but like, it's like feeling guilty it's like yeah okay like you were also born into a system that assigns gender you were yeah. also born into any of these things these things started way beyond you mm. um what i would regret if i were a parent and a kid was coming out to me and i was straight oh god forbid um sorry <laughs> but anyway so if i was doing that uh the last thing that i want to do is like take away the moment that i do like know it it's like Mm -hmm. if i know it then it's like okay great i know it now um like generally when people make discoveries they're proud of what they've discovered and they write it down and they never have to like apologize for it right um so it should be like the same way here but yeah like um i another problem with it was you know being cis and especially being like an authority figure or like a person that is looked up to mm-hmm. by a trans person it's like um holy shit it doesn't look like sunshine and rainbows for trans people and it's like that's fucking scary mm-hmm. and it's like i get why cis people would go like holy shit um i would also have an like i i had a similar crisis um when i was first getting into anti racism i was like holy shit these are Just experiences that are like so fucking normal yeah um for people with darker skin than me and that like sucks um and there is that feeling of like just imagining yourself in that pain and then uh, like realizing that you had to imagine yourself in that pain and that feels selfish and it's like all of this stuff right yeah and it's super complex and individual for each person but um yeah there was that experience as well and then that makes you feel guilty for it too um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 feel like I'm talking about like connotations, okay. um, you know, what the connotation of a trans person is before you transition. Yeah. Mm. And the connotation that a trans person has to deal with from the moment that they leave is trans, like, um, how do I explain it? So, oh, I had a, I had a good way to explain it. Um, it's. Okay, so I am right now, medically, um, similar to both menopausal women and like prepubescent girls. Okay. Um, Because of the way that my hormones are at right now.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I'm in my second puberty, which means that emotionally, um, I'm having the same realizations and longings as I did when I was like a 13 year old boy. (laughs) Right. And that most 13 year old girls go through. So I can reclaim that experience. I can soothe my inner child.
3: Oh, Um,
1: and I'm called by society, given laws that are being passed against children transitioning and trans women being in public restrooms, a child groomer for it. Mm. That's the way to cope with this thing that if the cis want to acknowledge is a disorder, this is the way to soothe it is to go through second puberty and start over. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but you can't do that because then it's like weirdly fetishistic or it's like, cha- it's like you think of yourself as a child and you're having the same sexual longings as a child, but you're an adult. Right. And that can't stand. Um, but it's like this is the treatment that I'm going for in a country where this is like one of the few options for me to be able to assimilate into it. So um, I I do notice like um, a dual consciousness about it, about just like, this was the way that I was before. Do I call myself a girl or do I misgender myself? Because neither of those feel accurate. Um, and it's just like this weird block they have to navigate around except mm. that block is most of your experiences mm-hmm. kind of have to subdivide like oh so this is something that i've learned from it but i'm not going to think about the experience of learning it because right. i was a different person then mm. okay and it's yeah it's really stressful i mean it's also like it's an epiphany moment that's right. cool you know that's not really an experience that most people get to go through um it does feel a lot like life flashing through your eyes and just like you have you and then you get to rebuild yourself that's really cool yeah um, and that is a privilege but wow does that privilege come with like so many fucking uh, oppressions too. yeah it's really well, and we've
0: talked about like the dichotomy of things right mm-hmm. how i don't know it's in my brain there's this like image of us walking side by side with this, like shadow of ourselves, right? Like our that child that I was mm-hmm. once upon a time. <clears throat> Am I that child anymore? No, like mm-hmm. absolutely not. I've moved past a lot of the trauma that created that person, um, and fueled that person, and blinded that person. But they're always still there, right? It's mm-hmm. like there's. It's like having a shadow, so. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But it's an interesting... I don't know. I mean, I like if you I- could see my brain, it would yeah, be great. Right. The visuals. <laughs> I know. I like
1: the idea of an inner child. Like, um, my my therapist told me this, where it's like, you are an adult. Mm-hmm. You don't have to infantilize yourself. But adulthood is like a shell growing around your yes. childhood self. Yeah. Yes. That you build up through so many years of experiences and gaining resilience. Yeah. Um but that child is still like in there mm-hmm. and deserves to be hurt. That's kind of how I think about it because right. like, yeah, it's, it's, especially in my position, it feels often precarious to feel like, like, oh my God, does, does me romanticizing experiences that I'm having now that remind me of childhood, is that like fucked up? Like I have been thinking about my, I have, I'm Polly. So I have a boyfriend in Maryland and when I see him, um he wanted to like do a second prom because he al- was also pre-transitioned during his high school prom mm-hmm. okay and it's like i really want to do that um but he's also my boyfriend and he's sexy yeah. and it's like i don't want to mix those up but it's like i'm not i'm no, an adult I think right now you yeah. are
0: literally reclaiming experiences yeah, yeah it's yeah that you missed for sure for sure I, and i know those
1: things logically yeah um but yeah there is that like crisis of um like, if am I trying to be that exactly, child again? Exactly, right. Yeah, and there's guilt associated with that, and it uncovers all of the feelings that you felt back then. Right. And it's like if you felt dysphoric as default back then, even right. if you didn't realize that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not the experience of all trans people. Um, I. It's just as valid to just like feel really good in different clothes that you haven't worn before, or like be called a name, or be, you know, gendered on accident as something that you're not, and then go like, oh. That fucks, though. Like, I want to do that more. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like if your experience isn't that, then it's like it brings up just the same pain. Yeah. Um, that, you know, That's the inner really child pushing yeah. forward out of your rib cage and going like, girl, deal with this. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like, OK, but like yeah. I'm also still kind of you, though, um, and if it hurts for you. It's got to hurt for me, too. Right. Um, so, yeah, something to navigate.
0: That's so interesting. Because for me, it's like, I don't know. It's almost the same way that I view the body, right? Okay. So the body and I are two different entities. We are not at all the same thing. I'm not the body. The body is not me. I couldn't be the body or I wouldn't survive. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't live being the body. But at the same time, it's like, it's like holding hands with this small child Mm -hmm. and walking your life with this like. Explosive kid (laughs) attached to your arm that you're just dragging around everywhere, and you're like, okay. But sometimes you have to get down on your knees and you have to look that kid in the face and you have to soothe them, right? And do what they need. Uh huh. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, but the same kind of goes for that inner child because I think, I wonder. "Mm." Oh no, (laughs) I wonder if. I have kind of stowed the inner child away with the body. Mm. And separated mm. from her. Right. In the same way that I separated from the body. So the inner child is the body. And I am
1: not. Right. And it's something to deal with and not nurture. Exactly. Or... Right, right. Yeah. That's interesting. That be... I have to ask my therapist Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I mean, hmm. I think if you're having that realization there's some there, yeah. yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that, I think they're, they're, that thought there's definitely notice. some truth. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sting to know that. It's uh-huh. just an interesting because because it is. It's the same way when I have to deal with my inner child. It's like, all right, kiddo, let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> get yeah. down on the like, What do you need? Do yeah, okay. you just do you need a hug? Can we calm down? What are we doing? Uh uh-huh. So, but I do. I deal with the body that... and the inner child the exact same way. Which is fascinating. Yeah,
2: yeah. To me. I can relate more with Lulu's example. Really? Yeah, like being being the child, but then having the layers of adulthood on top. Yes. Yeah. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: like that that I, that is very much how I function.
0: See, but I feel like I created a different child. Right.
2: You're you've yeah separated. Like,
0: yeah. But I am still a child. Right. And I like fully embrace that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I am not growing up. Fuck you all. Yeah. I climbed up on my roof yesterday. Just because I wanted to. And I looked at my husband and I was like, this is going to sound childish. But I'm an adult and I would like to lay on my roof. And he was like, hell yeah. Okay, don't fall. (laughs) (laughs) And so I got up on the roof. And I laid on the roof and watched the stars and hung out in the wind. Yeah, I great. So I feel like it's like a blend of the two, really. Like I'm reclaiming. Yeah. Childhood yeah. And, and in a way
1: I like your image too because like you're holding On to the child like the child mm-hmm. is yeah. like yeah. You have to appeal to the child to get right. shit done yeah, exactly. exactly It's like that's Otherwise exactly it's, it's it's is. like a handicap and it's going to be More of a handicap right. the more yep. that you realize that you hate right.
0: it Well and that's the thing is like Would I I don't know Like the true disdain has passed Because I would not treat a child that way uh-huh. Like so I don't have that like Horrible disdain for myself that I used to have Thank God, because that was destructive. Right. But yeah, it's like you do—you have to appeal to this kid and be like, "All right, what are we going to be able to do yeah. today? Can you hold it together? Yes. No, you're crying. Why are you crying? You—you right. you broke right. a fingernail, sweetie. That's not. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna keep going. I hear
1: that you're crying in this Home Depot. Yes, you're like yeah. the adult I hear you. Is soon going to be crying in this Home Depot, and that's going to be embarrassing for the both of us. <laughs> you're like I hear you. I really so do. Here I am. Yeah. Tell me what you need.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's very much like that. And mm-hmm.
1: yeah, for me, it's usually food. No.
0: There you go. Exactly. You're <laughs> like, what do you want to eat? It's also so medication, medication and a palm. rigorous
1: fucking therapy regimen. Oh, I mean, wow. it's not rigorous, but I, I've just been there for a while. So.
0: See, I have a problem okay. with therapy because I do things like this where I, like discover things on my own and then they're it's like, like a, why are you yeah. in therapy and i'm spoiled like it. i need it okay i do need it i'm yeah. just good what if you at have like, like a, a really destructive
2: version it. of that like you, you need therapy just yeah. in case to guide you right
3: yeah yeah
0: cuz you I can take a wrong turn i know i'm not turn. crazy oh, I need yeah, people it to like confirm real. yeah that i'm not crazy yeah <laughs> that good. helps a lot <laughs> yeah.
1: and and i mean i the the way that i figured that out was like I started baseline like, okay, I might not be crazy. I certainly was crazy because that explains all this pain. That explains all this difficulty in doing mm-hmm. things that other people thought really easy. Whatever, right? And then it's like, okay, but crazy isn't a value judgment. Crazy right. isn't just like a thing that you can make fun of. Like Crazy is a thing that people go through. Mm-hmm. And crazy is something that people just like you go through with the same complex feelings, the same fucking hot takes, yeah. same favorite Pokemon game. And like... Then you can go like, okay, so I'm not crazy in the sense that I knew it. Mm. Like, I'm I, like I'm not negative crazy. Right. Like, right. I'm just mentally ill. And See, then it's and like from there.
0: Yeah. Easier. For us, we, we had to come to terms with that a lot because like mental health was used as a weapon um, mm. for a long time. Yeah. And so it took a lot of work to kind of... Dispel that for ourselves and go like, mm-hmm. okay, no, this is what's going to help me, yeah, yeah, and help me build tools and talk through things that I needed to talk through without yeah. trauma dumping on people, right? Because <laughs> normal people don't like, people don't like to, your entire to hear
2: story. About those things. <laughs> cool. Like here, this is the horrible things that have happened to me. Yeah, I'm I just an NPC like that.
1: <laughs> that you won't meet in the open. <laughs> I'm just on the tutorial island, so I got to give you my whole backstory. Yeah. Because it comes up in a character that's related to me right? later, yeah. but you're not going to have a chance to do You made right? this so, for yeah. later. <laughs> that's trauma <laughs> yeah. dumping, but in a video game way. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, yeah.
0: Therapy, is, therapy is mint. I've said it on this channel before, and I will say it again and forever. Um, if you're alive in 2022, you need a therapist. Uh-huh. So do that.
1: So um, you mentioned use as a weapon and it, like, so is, and this is something that I was talking about with Summer, by the same people who use it as a weapon, it's also used as, like, an excuse mm. for your behavior. Or, yes. like, a reason why it's not good enough of a reason. Like, mm. like okay. It's, it's, it's like, oh, you're crazy, like, whatever, right? And then, if you're going through something that that same person finds, like, not as difficult Mm -hmm. to deal with Mm -hmm. then they go like oh yeah this is something that we all go through right and it's like if this is something that we all go through do you just hate everybody yes right
0: well and this is this is the problem that i see a lot with older generations especially is that whole like well i had to suffer through my mental health being shit and then like i had to pull it together and lift myself up by the bootstraps so therefore a it's not difficult Mm -hmm. and b. Everyone should have to suffer because I had to suffer. Right. You compounded it.
1: It's worse yes. because yep. you went through it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, because generational trauma is absolutely uh-huh. a thing. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow! And we know this. Like the more trauma there is in our past, in our like genealogy, the worse it gets down the line unless the cycle is broken. Yeah, and that takes work and mm-hmm. effort and confronting things that you don't yeah. no want mm-hmm. to confront and no one wants to confront and understanding truths about yourself and the world that your parents didn't and couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, and your biology has changed, changed by witnessing oh, yes. trauma. Mm-hmm. You can oh, view yes. trauma on a screen and be like, there could be no physical sensation from it or yeah. repercussions right. of it. Like. And you're, like, on a molecular level, you have changed by seeing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a poison. And well, it needs to be cured. Our, mm-hmm.
0: our whole, I don't know, our whole biology is to keep the next generation alive, yeah? yeah. And so we absolutely send genetic messages down the line. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's why we have things, like, where um, certain people hold on to more fat, even. Because Mm -hmm. they've been through famine or their families have been through famine in the past. And so they get this little extra bit in their genealogy that Mm -hmm. says, hold on to that. And we're going to need it. it. Yeah. (laughs) And your brain does the same thing. And we know that like ACE is too high is. uh, Do you know that one? The study?
1: I've heard of it. Remind me.
0: So ACE is too high talks about adverse childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. And then it talks about how. Um those experiences can just exponentially increase your chances for not only mental health events Mm -hmm. but biological events like heart attacks and diabetes and a stroke and all of these different things Um, and increases your chances of addiction and increases your chances of suicidality and like so on and so forth down Mm -hmm. the line and the more adverse childhood experiences you have the worse it is yeah. biologically yeah
3: yeah, you know.
0: and then we know on the other side of that that the antidote for aces is resilience and empathy
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah and but that's if, we know these yeah. things but our society is so i don't know so stagnant yeah that's
2: yeah. a good way to put it mm-hmm.
0: yeah like not ready to move and change and i'm I, like no it's time yeah and, and even <laughs> it's like time
1: even like from progressive people there's that element of like okay things are better now i know it to be better now mm-hmm. um and it's like the challenges are so fucking unique mm-hmm. it's like one generation's atom bomb is this generation's fucking climate crisis yeah. yeah and it's like one was a possibility the other we know is fucking so yep. it's like totally incomparable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, um, I, I like stagnant because when progress is made, there's um, like a like a societal push to be hostile towards thinking about it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's uh, applicable to racism. It's like oh this thing happened centuries ago, <laughs> or it's applicable to. Um, Sexism, it's like, oh, men granted women's rights, like, so long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's applicable to, like, everything. And it's just like, okay, A, not fucking paying attention. B, if it were true, if you've recovered from brain cancer, brain cancer still sucks. (laughs) Yes. And you have to talk about it still. Yeah. Like, it causes you pain even if the pain isn't the tumor. Mm -hmm. Right. Like,
0: Like, I got bit by a rattlesnake in my garden. We're not talking about rattlesnakes Shut ever the again. Fuck off. There oh are no God. rattlesnakes.
1: I'm tired of rattlesnakes. I got I'm tired of you I, bringing up rattlesnakes every time. <laughs> Everybody your age.
0: Just every every <laughs> It's like so
1: what that my generation unleashed ra- unleashed rattlesnakes across the fucking globe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Where do you think they came from? They You're came like, from the two I got that bit once And it
0: wasn't even and that created bad. Created a
1: unique problem for your generation. Yeah. Yeah. That's not like an analogy of anything. Don't read no. it. <laughs> um it's just a yeah nonsense bit
0: okay um y'all think it's time for a break yes i think we've Seems done about an hour yeah and really good conversation I'm really enjoying it but Me too. Let's, let's take a breather yes Sounds um good. does do you know what they need to do
1: uh
0: oh okay take your meds
1: yeah drink water eat something if you haven't and if you're hungry yeah um and be kind to yourself
0: Yes, absolutely. Nailed it. The best.
1: Did I I fucking nail it? Nobody else has got
0: that far ever. (laughs) Austin got close. Austin did get close. He got close. So yes, um, be good to you, be good to others, and we will see you in a moment. Fantastic Pains now has merch. I know we've been promising it for a while, but it is here. Um, You can find our stuff at fantastic-pains.creator-spring.com. We have t-shirts, hoodies, leggings, wine coolers, I guess you can call them, and my very favorite backpack. So take a minute, go check us out.
2: Welcome back. How was your break? Ours was uh, nice and sunny. Yes.
0: And relaxing. Hot.
2: Yeah, very hot.
0: And then to cold.
1: (laughs) Didn't trigger you at all.
0: (laughs) No. My movement disorder is acting up.
1: I just... Realized how hard I was crossing my legs the whole oh, time no. I was sitting down. Um, so I'm dealing
0: with a little bit of calf pain. But it's fun. <laughs> I did the I, same that's thing. Me. Every time I stood leg...
2: up and I was like, "Oh, that was painful." Every time I, I sit on all. my
0: feet, and then I'm like, "Oh, my Yeah, feet. I was
1: doing like the muscle relaxation technique, except yeah. not relaxing.
0: <laughs> Just tense forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one because I wind up dislocating. Yeah. When they're like tense yeah. and release, and I'm like, oh, oh no, yeah. bad things have happened. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be doing that again. Um. Yeah. So welcome back. I hope you did stuff and you took care of you. Uh. We looked after ourselves and we have some really interesting ideas for our second half. Yeah. You tell them about it. <laughs> Talk about it. Tell them about it.
2: Well, we'll see. We. These two, I'm assuming, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we want to dive back into identity and labels to Mm -hmm. see like uh, where we're at a year later. Yeah. After the last discussion, and then talking about abuse and diagnosis. Yes. Which would be very interesting.
0: And like delay in diagnosis and how that plays into things. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So starting with identity and labels, I know last year this time, close to this time of year, um, we dove into it, and I had this like visceral aversion to labels of any kind yeah mm-hmm. and so it's really interesting to like kind of do that introspection um, one year later because yeah it's definitely different
2: oh yeah I feel more comfortable with labels too like I, I wasn't against it I just hadn't labeled things right in my
0: life right right like we never felt the need and then when people are like you need them and I was like but, but, but no yeah <laughs> I do not wish it mm-hmm. not want. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely different than it was because I think before labels to me felt like that box that Mm -hmm. someone was trying to stuff me into and I'm Mm -hmm. like, but that's not all of me. Why would you know that doesn't,
1: it can feel tokenizing. Yeah.
0: I was like, I don't want that. Like, can I just be me? Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: without the labels, do I need labels to be me? Mm -hmm. Um, and then Vizzy, our guest last year explained In just a different way that kind of made sense that was like labels are tools to help you interact with other people Mm -hmm. and that makes a lot more sense for me and fits better for my brain because for me I don't feel like I am something I'm never I'm never am Mm -hmm. like I'm always doing like Mm -hmm. I feel like I am a verb (laughs) and so it's hard for me to like accept labels as a whole cuz it feels confining yeah Um, what labels
2: have you adopted
0: well, I'm definitely bye. We already kind of knew that. You're but. leaving?
2: Bye. Sorry, I was waiting for that. Yeah. It was so easy. I'm, I'm out. I was waiting for it the
3: whole time.
0: Sorry. I'm bye. Bye bye. See ya. Bye bye. You didn't finish your thought. You're what? I'm Just the tired. ultimate bi erasure. Just like, no,
1: I'm not picking up what you're saying. I'm like, what? This Bisexual? is the part where we ignore each that. other. That's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, no, definitely bi. Um Disabled also feels less threatening. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. For
0: sure. And I can admit that, like, not, not admit, but I can identify with having um, disabilities. Yeah. And multiple disabilities and being disabled and not feeling guilty or like I'm taking away from someone else mm-hmm. when accepting that label. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, but not so much there's not been a whole lot in no, my those life the, but, like, those have
2: been like the big ones yeah like I, i'm i same i can take um disabled a lot better mm-hmm. it's not a judgment yeah it's just a state of being right um and then like i said earlier i can take like i'm okay being panromantic or pansexual like that doesn't bother me anymore yeah before i was iffy like i didn't feel like i had the right to say it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, interesting because i'm with jen
0: Oh, yes. Right. It's so like, I'm in this
2: hetero looking relationship. Yeah. But.
0: Ditto. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's by self erasure Yeah. Yeah. Internalized biphobia. So exactly. It's just yeah. as queer if you want it to be. Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Um, and there was something else I thought of, but I lost it. Annoying, maybe. <laughs> Annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, bipolar. Oh, yeah.
2: I can totally wear that. Yeah. That, that's a lot easier, too. Right. Um, and it didn't really bother me last year. I just wasn't labeling. Yeah. But yeah, like we talked in the bipolar episode. Like it's now it's just a, a fact.
0: Right. Well, it's like CPTSD. Mm-hmm. Like that's just yeah. it just is. It is a thing that is. And I mean, for us, it's always been so weird because we kind of grew up in this silo, like this bubble. Yeah. Of lack of information yeah (laughs) and so by the time we were exposed to anything we were like uh right i don't need that i don't know yeah but it doesn't feel confining anymore it feels more it it is a tool yeah to help other people understand where i'm coming from yes um and so i can wear it that way and Mm -hmm. use it that way and that is comfortable and it feels okay yeah like it's not because it, it did. It always felt like I was like stealing something from someone else, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we did so that. So like, EBS oh, I'm in that like hetero relationship because yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, definitely.
1: But I've I've started to think about it in the sense of um, if you are so an identity to me, especially being queer, is a lot of the times like a community label. Yeah, like you just have the best interests of people like you. Mm. Um, at heart, because you are that, right? Mm. And there are ways to expand beyond that. There are just ways to, like, um, you know, if you're white, like, don't be fucking racist, um, you know, like, because it's better for everybody, right? But, <laughs> but it also starts as a community building tool because, like, there are things that queer people need that straight people will never need, and that's important to talk about. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to be a se- separatist to believe that, you know, you can be bounded together by a common, like, form of oppression or a mm-hmm. form of, like, culture. Um, and it is an exclusion, but it's just maintaining that group. Right. Right. Um, yeah. so, so I think about it in the sense of like, I can't be an imposter because I'm not going into this community to take from it. Right. right. Like I'm going into this community because I share a common struggle. Right. And that's not something you can make up. Like that's just a lived experience. Right um
0: well it's like when we talk about exposing the suffering so that mm -hmm. like we can find our people we can find the people that relate to those common struggles yeah um and like for us it's been through lots of physical ailment like we've we've been through all of that and like talked about how um how similar things can be even Mm -hmm. if they're different conditions right Mm -hmm. um but people don't know that until we start talking about what's wrong. Right. We yeah. don't. It's but but I get that it's um, and I hadn't really thought about it because I'm an antisocial. <laughs> I'm like, I like people in convenience, I guess. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't seek people out. So for me, it's not been like a community tool. And I hadn't thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. But I, that makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Yeah. To like yeah. Find your people. Not for sure. Find yeah. people that understand where you're coming from. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think on the note of like finding similarities even like across mm-hmm. um intersections or diagnoses or whatever. Yeah. Um I before I came out had this similar idea of like choosing a label would be like choosing a faction. Oh um, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like um hanging out with people my age, Gen Z, um, especially like being an English major where like uh everybody was a woman and everybody was a queer woman. Mm-hmm. And so was I, I just didn't know it. Um, but they adopted me and made that change. So, right. (laughs) Um, but, um, yes, there's like, people can be like bi pan. It's just like, oh, I mean, you know, bisexual means like attraction to, um, somebody because of their gender and that can be any gender. And then pan people are like attracted to somebody, um, despite or irregardless of gender. right? Mm. Right. But it's like those like what the authority in it isn't like what merriam-webster decided it was right it was just like what people are living as mm-hmm. and right those those definitions aren't going to fit all or even most mm-hmm. by pan people mm-hmm. respectively right so yeah. it's just like combine them right it's like the language is a tool and it's like if somebody's been using this tool all wrong they've been like grabbing it by the metal part um, it's like, okay, but if you're still like hammering in the wooden part in with a nail or whatever, it's like, use a saw that way, fucking go for it. Sounds <laughs> right. Fun. Right. Um, and yeah, that's kind of the way I think about it. It's like, that's really interesting. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Just reclaim it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's important to know that like words are just words and they can only encompass so much yeah. because words are inherently limiting, yeah. right? Like language is limiting because we don't have words for things. Mm-hmm. It's hard to describe those common experiences without right. the use of labels and tools like that. And a lot of it is by design. This is a colonizer
1: language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, the language was developed by a status quo that doesn't have people like us in mind.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Or, or are active,
1: actively antagonistic against us. So if we right. do have a word for something, it's like there was a language that had a word for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel
0: like our yeah. language is specifically, like we have a huge problem with, because of language, othering. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of othering that goes on, just because the language is limiting. Yeah, <laughs> like we can't accurately communicate similarities, but we can definitely separate people into little groups. Yes, and
1: yeah, we we don't we don't have a thing that we can turn to and like this is little because that's relative, mm-hmm. but we sure as shit know that little is not big. Right, right. Yeah. right. That's yeah.
0: it's like comparative yeah, language. It's like
1: yeah. post-structuralist literary criticism. Um, (laughs) we got the english major coming out now fucking bachelor's degree don't worry about it like it's it's still a great degree but it's like i'm not treating myself as an expert i'm just you know
0: that's okay i love words being
1: hoity-toity for the fun of it i uh
0: i passed my ged um and i was the first person they had seen who got 100 percent on the english section nice (laughs) in the ged because i love words i love the I don't necessarily love words, but I love the idea of words, yeah. and I love that humans are so obsessed with creating words and naming mm-hmm. things. And yeah, yeah. But no, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, and my brain is made of words and mostly meaning. Oh yeah, we didn't ask. We didn't but, ask.
1: The important oh question. yeah.
0: Here's the important question: Do you have an internal monologue?
1: Oh, um, yeah, I do have an internal monologue. It's mean. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's pretty mean. <laughs> I get that. Um, I used to name them, but the they're so amorphous mm-hmm. um, and just so actively antagonistic that mm. I can't really put a solid thing on it. Um, I suppose some people call them Satan and act as if that's the case. Um, I do not. Right. I don't know what it is. Um, for me, it's so, I mean, I do have, as a teenager I would, my internal monologue was a woman's voice and I found that curious. Interesting,
0: Interesting. okay. Um,
1: and I would, because I was like autistic and like budding OCD or whatever, um, I would like really obsess over that. Like I would I would change it mm. and then I would only realize that it had changed back when I wasn't paying attention to it, right? Yeah. Um, now, yeah, mine is just, like, so amorphous. Like, it kind of sounds like me. Um, and, I mean, that's been difficult because I, a lot of the times, avoid listening to myself talk mm. because of dysphoria. But that's gotten a lot better. Mm. Okay. Um, but, yeah, otherwise it's it's uh, just, like, a lot of shit going on <laughs> up there. Um... It's it's more so like ideas being expressed. It's pretty abstract, but I, right. th- I think. But yeah, so I don't, I don't think in yeah. I don't think in sentences. That's that's kind of the reason why I like writing, especially like poetry, where it's mm-hmm. like a whole s- syntactical structure like isn't necessary. It's right. Like the same thing with my mind, right? If I'm translating directly from that, um, it's a lot easy, a lot easier, and then having to put it into a sentence is extra work. Right. That's um,
0: interesting. That's like Jen. I was gonna say Jen yeah. does the exact same thing. Right where Word. she
2: yeah she 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 has more um she doesn't really have any internal dialogue hmm. and she loves writing yeah that, like that is her outlet if she if she can she'll write
1: yeah and it's, it's like giving a voice to that mm-hmm. and that can be comforting um but yeah i mean i also it's just like it feels natural yeah i guess um it's just one of those um it's like if fingerprints were actually different across people because like Sorry, but uh, there you have identical fingerprints to somebody in the world. That's a myth, but or like the other one was a myth that you that yours are oh like unique. Completely, yeah. Yeah, unique yeah yeah because they're not. But the one koala that is bears unique have I think,
0: human fingerprints. Yeah, and often dirty up crime scenes. Who koala bears? Oh fuck yeah! It's the <laughs> right? funniest so thing—they cool? will ruin yeah. crime scenes because their fingerprints look like human fingerprints. That's awesome. It's the funniest
1: thing—it's like to koalas, humans are. The ultimate
0: criminals (laughs) yeah like you
1: fucking destroyed my house (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: if they could think that far at all they're kind of dumb
1: i think they do but i don't know i think i think you know if you were to ask them their internal monologue they would would just just be screaming (laughs) yeah but the way that they would say it is uh they would just like hang out and eat eucalyptus right
0: yeah see and my brain is like i don't know because i have adhd and mm-hmm. huh, that's another label that would like I'm happy to take on that yeah. one helps yeah. me to oh, yeah. explain I'm no longer to other
2: people yeah. I've adopted the full moniker
0: when we started this podcast um, <laughs> yeah, he I, wasn't willing to admit that he was ADHD <laughs> well, I did, so he would say I didn't have
2: the diagnosis so I didn't feel cool like just saying it you know uh-huh. I had to wait till I got the diagnosis so I was a neuroadjacent up until mm-hmm. I have got it. the actual diagnosis so
0: got mm-hmm. it. um Sorry, coffee. Can you help me? Yeah, I can help you. Did you shake it? Do you want me to shake it? Yeah, please. Um, Oh, yeah. Brain made of words. But my brain is like, I don't know. It's like it likes to take things and like turn them over and feel them and hear them and see them and like work through them and think about them spatially and like collect every detail of something, even something like super inane, like just dumb, just super dumb. I'm Uh like the word protestant and i'll like obsess over the word for like 45 minutes in my brain doing nothing else right it's just made of words and it's busy and it's like Uh super adhd in the way that like (laughs) it wants to i don't know it wants something to do and something to play with and something to fidget with yeah so i essentially have brain fidget that happens Uh all the time and then i'm singing four songs and combining two of them and like
1: Oh, you do mash-ups It's a carnival. In your
0: brain? Oh yeah. That's oh, it's fucking obnoxious. Awesome. Remix. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. horrible. Oh, yeah. no, it Where I'm like, those are not the lyrics. That's a completely different song. What yeah, are you doing right now? Blank.
1: Yeah. Or or just like the Mario theme song but it's all profanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's great.
2: Now so that is fun. literally playing in my head. No,
0: my brain went to the dinosaurs. <laughs> I
1: you actually have not. That seems like Summer and I stimmed that to each other all the time. That's hilarious. It's like <laughs> so just part of my life now. Yeah. It's, um, fabulous. it's so fun to fill in the words in the Mario theme song. What was,
0: what was the, the Jurassic Park?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Holy. That one, too, for <laughs> different reasons. <laughs> it's That's it's got a like the long notes, notes. Yeah. and the Mario's got like the thin, <laughs> pointy notes <laughs> yep. yep, you can just put a syllable in. Exactly. Awesome.
0: Well, and then when I'm alone or in pain, yeah. I Aww. sing to myself yep. continually. Uh huh. And I don't realize I'm doing it. I just start singing because yeah. I'm like, my brain hurts and my body hurts, and now uh-huh. we're singing a song about yeah. whatever I'm doing at the it's moment. It's
1: like a original uh-huh. off the cuff improv. Oh yeah, yes. Hell or yeah. So you don't I play, am... like Wonderwall or whatever. <laughs> oh, <okay>. No, Wonderwall.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's my reaction to that. Sorry. <laughs> Karina says, "If
1: you like Oasis." Unsubscribe. yeah
2: <laughs> uh i need to leave
0: <laughs> we have some conflicts now those two brothers this is where that we die each other, then, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah if you like oasis hate oasis you can hang. <laughs>
0: yeah but otherwise you got to change some world you can only real quick. hang with one of us <laughs> at a time <laughs> we're gonna do the podcast and like switching out now okay you know. no but my brain is like it's always busy it's yeah. always doing something yeah so it's hard to like nail down what's happening because i'm like four steps ahead of where it translates to yeah. words yeah and then i f- like flub my words a ton like i have a really hard time just speaking well because
2: you got so much going on in your exactly. head exactly
0: i'm like mm-hmm. i'm four sentences ahead of this one and mm-hmm. i can't get it out fast enough to make yeah. the brain happy I need to
1: save my progress
0: yes exactly and yeah, then i forgot what i was talking it's about auto-saving, i
1: can't back out of that right
0: right it's refreshing and now we're stuck <laughs> yeah. um it crashed yeah but yeah, it's just and and that's kind of like I don't know words only mean as much as they mean to you, I guess mm-hmm. yeah, in a way
1: yeah and then you find you know the ways that people agree on that
0: right you find um, meaning and then you sure. find common ground in that meaning yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely um, which is just so different from. My, like, because I'm I'm telling you, it was, like, visceral disgust of having to identify labels. Uh Yeah, that makes sense. When people ask me to, like, label things or people talk about identity. Uh And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Well, oh, and actually, I don't know if you will appreciate this or not. Uh I don't have bad self-perception. I have no self-perception.
1: Oh, of, like, knowing how you, like, fit in a space? Or... Oh okay.
0: Like I have no idea. Like I can look at me and recognize me, but mm-hmm. the minute I look away, no idea. Like no, like no self image huh. whatsoever.
3: That's so weird.
0: At all. Like I don't have yeah, one. I. And so when people are like, "Identify yourself," I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't have a mirror. I don't have anything to compare to. Oh my sense. god.
1: I can imagine that, but I and I, that used to be the case for me, um, but now. You know, the way that I look and the way that I know that I look um, can be the difference between like just chilling, walking down the street or being hate crimes. So I kind of yeah. like, have to. Yeah. Um, and that isn't to say like.
0: Well, and I'm like, anything. I'm aware right. of how I look like physically when I'm like, like I will I will do my makeup because I know it needs to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. But once it's done, like I completely forget what the hell is happening here. Yeah. Work here
1: and, i mean that's interesting but, the way you phrase that because i do makeup because i want to look good yeah but like you do makeup like as a ritual it's like i do makeup because oh, yeah. makeup has to go on a certain way that's like passive mm-hmm. voice yeah. secondary yeah I well and it really is it's like
0: an activity to do yeah and i do it like it's an activity yeah. like yeah. i was oh. like drawing to something do yeah
1: with the makeup to your face yes and just like yeah Totally atomizing all the parts of it. Right. That's interesting.
0: Because I just don't. I don't have any kind of self-perception because I've never had to. And I think maybe this is a place of privilege in a weird way.
3: Okay.
0: I've never had to, like, worry about how I was showing up in a space. Okay. Uh Like, I've never had to. Like, masking, yes, but that was all, like, attitude. Right. Anyway, like, I knew what my face was doing, technically, but I was making that happen. But I didn't have a perception of, like, how I appear to other people. Right. At all. Got it. And I don't have a, like, I think I look this way in the mirror. I'm just, I'm like, if I look at me, I know I will know that that's me. <laughs> Beyond that, It's like no so. Yeah. Right. Like,
1: I, I'm not a kitten because I know that's not something to play with. That's just who I am. Right. But then you turn away from it. It's like, okay.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm like, I have no idea what I was doing in the mirror, yeah. and I don't know what I look like and that's i don't bizarre. have any like uh-huh. because i'm so disconnected from the body that mm-hmm. i really just don't identify with her at all. and so uh-huh. karen is one thing and i can be like okay, time to preen and make karen look pretty. but then that's it. that's the end of that. Yeah. like there's no identification yeah with
1: hmm.
0: the body. yeah. and so that makes it hard for me to like accept like physical labels are really difficult. right. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Of like a physical label. Um, mm, Help me out here.
2: I'm trying to think. There was something that you had to do. There was like a workshop thing you were doing and you had to. Oh,
0: yeah. You had
2: to like
1: label. Is it something like, like eye color, hair color?
0: Well, I know those. Those are like, that's like fact, right? Right. But if I was like. Something comparative, I guess. Yeah. Because unless I have something directly to compare it to, I can't make the comparison at all. Okay. So, like, you're like, is this a large coffee or a small coffee? I I don't know unless I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No idea. Got it. No clue. And then the other one, what they asked me to do was, like, identify my identity with labels.
2: Yeah, that's what it was. And And I
0: couldn't. sounds hard. Like, I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah,
2: yeah. that was your reaction at the time too.
0: Yeah. Well, and then I got angry because I didn't know what that meant. And I was like, I don't like being pushed to do this.
1: Yeah. Uh And
0: then they were like, how do your physical labels impact your life? And I was like, I don't know, (laughs) please stop asking me. Yeah.
1: I mean that like your experience with that is like obviously unique. I will say every like bi pan person in my life has had like the exact same experience with like a really two labels beforehand yeah Interesting. Wow. yeah and it would like make sense because like you know being bi you know to like somebody who has no idea what the fuck they're talking about like yeah that in a sense is being in between two labels because it's like yeah. oh just be straight or be gay right mm-hmm. um and yeah so i mean like even fitting it into that like monogamous like yeah comp hit or compulsory heterosexuality because so even
0: even for me, I don't think it's about gender necessarily.
1: Brand? I
0: think it's about, like.
1: As your your attraction to people? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's more about, like, uh, I don't know how to put this. I don't know. So, like, they're, they're... sorry, I'm struggling. <laughs> Let's move on from that one because I can't find are, the word I'm looking for. Are you, like,
1: so Denny? Demisexual is like if you have um, emotional intimacy with somebody, right. mm-hmm. then you're capable of finding them attractive, regardless of gender. So, like, you wouldn't be able to look at, you know, like a cultural sex icon and go like, "Oh, they're sexy." Oh but, like, no if you no. Thought about them a lot. I I'm like. Or if you were like friends,
0: women are friggin' hot. Uh huh. Love women. Well, that's just a fact. Super gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Could just stare at women. A
1: good old All day long,
0: forever. But I think it's more about like this, the uh, relational roles. Okay. So in men, I'm looking for something different from what I'm looking for in women. Right. Because I feel like I fall in like this middle spectrum mm-hmm. of like, well, duh, by hi. <laughs> but I fall in this like middle spectrum of like, I don't know, roles within relationships, right? Yeah. So. Uh, in men I'm looking for someone who is more masculine and can do like I don't know I don't know how to explain it and then in women it's either like super butch but only sometimes and in a different way and then like super soft uh and yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm looking for like two different things on each end
1: right so so it's
0: hard to explain Blame. You're, you're like know. attracted
1: to like certain types or archetypes. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's probably or, the best way to put it. Yeah. Or
1: types. Of, yeah.
0: Like, right. Just keep saying types. I if I said that, Which like, is wow. interesting because like in my <laughs> romantic relationship, I am like, I take more lead. Okay. Yeah. So I've never worried yeah. about gender roles, uh-huh. but it's more about like I don't know, like sub dom almost, but not quite. Yeah. I mean, I
1: was going to say like that's
0: like I'm looking totally... for a more dominant man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And a softer woman, but if you present me, there's there's a TikTok that holy shit, I sent Summer. <laughs> wow, Summer can attest that woman does things to me, and I was like, okay, yeah.
2: Wait, wait, have I seen this one? Maybe. I think I think you did show me this. Probably because you are like, you need to see this.
0: Yeah, cause she's. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm just it's they're different things because yeah, I've always yeah. fallen middle of the line. Like I'm not the softest and i'm also mm. not the most masked so yeah i didn't really fit yeah anywhere yeah. particular and so i was always looking for something almost comparative to myself okay i guess is that the way sense. to put that yeah. yeah so yeah i mean
1: you know straight people have preferences mm-hmm. fucking somehow i don't know how some straight women end up with those guys but
0: <laughs> sorry <It's> low standards <laughs> anyway um but yeah theoretically <laughs> right
1: everybody has their type right um that's, like, totally normal. Like, I I think that, you know, part of the aversion to labels, because I experienced it, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was really averse to calling myself a lesbian because I was still stuck on, like, if I put on makeup, does that, like, make me? Oh, Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not oh, going to yeah. finish that thought because that can be super triggering. But, right. like, you know, once I authenticated myself, like, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a girl, as gender fucks, You gender are without whatever. any of yeah. the right. So I don't, yeah. I'm not bringing anything in. I'm not, you know, faking anything. Mm-hmm. not putting on a costume to invade a space right right um once i realized that then i was like okay cool so now my womanhood is not defined by how men like me um which was also super complex because like you know some gay men are into trans girls and just mm-hmm. pretend that they're not girls right oh yeah and that's um, not and that's really gross mm-hmm. so i was experimenting. That's, l- with...
0: that's almost like the fetishization yeah of... for sure yeah i was
1: i was um experimenting with bi men when i first came out um, and i just did not have a good experience right and it had nothing to do with the fact that they were bi it had everything to do with the fact that they were men um and i have a boyfriend but you know my boyfriend is like the you know boy spelled b-o-i stonewall era butch lesbian like kind of trans right. mask boy right. right okay um and he doesn't fuck with being a man he's like a dude or, like, a guy.
0: Yeah. Like right. a he-day, Dude, bro. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so it's, like, being able to do that, too, has also just given me a lot of, like, the, if those rules are so bendy, and it's and they are, then it's, like, I don't even have to fucking think about it. Yeah. I can just, like, lesbian feels good. Mm-hmm. Lesbian feels good gender-wise, too. Mm-hmm. Lesbian feels good culturally. Mixed turfs mad. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, so let's do it. Let's keep right. going with that. Yep, so, but yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense to be averse to a label because you think that you have to fit completely in it. Right. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm bi, then I find men just as attractive as women, mm-hmm. and I'm, and that's just as common. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no. Right. Like, right. most bi people that I know are into, like, five dudes and every woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I um, have gone to strip clubs together in the past, mm-hmm. like, just because we ha- have and yeah, yeah. have done for yeah our entire relationship Fuck we've yeah. both been like check out that woman she's fucking, hot. No, fucking awesome. oh my god look right. at her. oh wow like our entire relationship and i never questioned it and he never questioned it uh-huh. and so there was never any need to like right. put a label on it yeah because it just was mm-hmm. um but yeah no and we would go to strip clubs you found a was. zebra at a strip club yes i diagnosed a zebra at a strip club that was crazy oh i'm sorry zebra is um so they call it, zebras are the mascot of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which is what we have, oh. uh, because when doctors are in school, they're told when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras, as in look for the easiest explanation to symptoms. Yeah. Oh. Don't go digging for something super rare. Like-
1: there was a fucking zebra. But not match right. like the yeah, zebra no. print flooring of the strip club. Like that's fucking yeah. awesome.
0: But zebras do exist and we are the zebras. Yeah. So Got we are it. the weird ones. That's
1: cool. Yeah. Um and I, I met
0: like a that. woman who like I was in there with my knee brace. We were in Vegas and we were just like sitting down and she came over and she asked me about the brace. And so I started explaining. And she I was like, I dislocate, blah 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 and she goes, Oh, you mean like this? And she popped her arm out and I was like do this quickly. <laughs> do this. I need you to do this. That's magnetism. And she, I love it. Mm-hmm. She like passed it all, and I was like, "Holy crap, girl! You got an EDS. You need to check this out." Here, I'm writing it down for you. Yep. Google it. Here's my phone number. Let me know. That's awesome. And did she let you know? Oh my gosh, yes. And so she's the just the sweetest. She put like she messaged me one day and was like, "You probably saved my life because you." helped me to realize that I wasn't crazy Mm -hmm. and that there really was something going on with me. Um, and subsequently her sister got diagnosed and then she's been diagnosed. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. I've met tons of people and that's why like, it just drives me crazy when people are like, it's rare. And I'm like, no, it's not. (laughs) It's just really like people Mm -hmm. miss it all the time continually. Mm -hmm. But now like you know what to see like spot and you're like Mm -hmm. oh dang i think that one's got eds
1: yeah and it doesn't have to be rare to be disabling right right i mean like yeah that's most people and being a woman is fucking difficult yeah like and that's not rare right so
0: yeah no i think that's exactly because we've talked about like people being um like defensive of Mm -hmm. the rarity Uh because they're threatened by people being diagnosed, I guess. Right. Because they've they've not validated... Yes, exactly. They've not validated their own experience outside of the rarity Mm -hmm. and Uh all these things. So...
1: Yeah, the gatekeeping gives them
0: some amount of like control or like, solidity like, in knowing yeah that they have yes yeah yeah um and then they so, defend it yeah if, if it's very like fiercely. so many people are in it
1: then it's like it must be so flexible and it might have made this up yes. right right um yeah. maybe i don't have it or maybe mm-hmm.
0: mine's not that bad mm-hmm. is another the one that thought, thought i out? had it
1: just by like there's by that Croxy. stigma <laughs> of like thinking that this goes for like autism this goes for queerness oh mostly. that it's like trendy diagnosed. that it's like or that it's like spreadable like, oh, or that you think literally. it's credible, not like actually contagious, but just in <clears> the yeah. sense of like, well, if all of your friend group is trans or all of your friend group is mentally ill, and it's like, no, these it's are the people that like don't they gravitate
0: toward right. each other. Yeah,
1: these are the people <laughs> that I know who to talk to and who aren't assholes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like yes. that's it. Like, yes, um, yeah, and and that goes for like, yeah, there's fun. a stereotype about. Oh wait, close the door. How are you doing? Just
2: wait. <laughs> yes, market. <it. laughs> mark market,
1: market, market. Okay. So um. I was talking about, um, you know, there's a stereotype of like specifically trans femme people, um, like making other people trans femme. Mm-hmm. Like the big thing is like AGP or like autogenophilia. It's like you look at a trans woman and you go like, "Wow, she's snatched!" Like I want to look like that too, and I want to, and like if I do that, then it's like I'm. Always, like, turned on because like I'm a girl now. Right, that's awesome. Yeah, no. and it's like so that's like a big thing, whether unstated or just like kind of a thing that's culturally agreed upon or a thing that's like thought of first before just like Occam's razor that like, right. Hey, if it acts like a girl and talks like a girl and wants to be referred to as a girl, mm-hmm. it's probably a fucking girl. Exactly. Um
0: Also, what business is it of other fucking people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Why do you care? Please, <laughs> someone explain it to me. Yeah. I mean, stop I, it.
1: Um, and about the rarity thing, I thought like in the sense of intersectionality, right? like, you know, the more minority groups, the more upset, like the more um, oh, yeah. oppressed you are. And that can sometimes work as a mode. But then I was like, oh my God, me being lesbian is so lucky. I don't have to
0: worry about to the t- worry about part. men. part. Yeah. Like turfs mm-hmm.
1: suck. But there's a reason that we call them turfs and then we call men that are transphobic men because one of them is the norm and one of them is a faction. (laughs) Yeah. So like that, I feel very great about.
0: Yeah. See, and it's just, it's interesting because I, I feel like if people could be raised in kind of like a similar bubble where there's not a need and people could just like whoever they like Mm -hmm. and love whoever they love Mm -hmm. and do whatever they want. Mm Mm-hmm. People wouldn't be trying to like, which, which one? Because I think we all at different times in our lives are different things. Because again, we are not stagnant. We're not nouns. We are verbs. Yes. We are doing and being and becoming and changing constantly and forever. Why is that not okay? Why can't you just be your name?
1: Yeah. I I think (laughs) it was, that's one of the ways that I realized that I wanted to be Polly. Mm-hmm. Or that I like was poly. I'm not sure about the language about that yet, but um, it's like there's this thought that if you, and for me, it doesn't come from like a buyer pan place. It just comes from like, oh my god, women are fucking amazing. Right. Um, they kind of are. Yeah. And yeah, it's also like being a lesbian, is like the whole lesbian equals woman thing is like, if you ask Sappho about that, she'd be like, F- what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> like, I'm a lesbian, I'm not a woman. Right. Um, but anyway. So if I, I just didn't want to be like, I'm missing out right? Like other types of women right? or whatever. It's, it's to speak to your point, right? It's like those preferences are like totally valid. They're not talked about in queer terms a lot of the time, just yeah. because it's either like a top bottom, like rigid sex role, right. like a thing to perform, right? or it's like a gender, yeah. which is like, you know, if you're not like LGB only, then it's like you realize that it's flexible yeah. and arbitrary and in the eye of the beholder or whatever. Right, um, right. So that was one of the the things that inspired me um, and kind of made me more solid in being a lesbian is is just knowing that like, oh yeah, so I don't have to settle, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. my partner's fucking amazing. And the more people I date, the more I realize how amazing my fucking partner is. Um, And, and it's not that I'm like comparing them poorly, it's, but it's just like, holy shit, like they're fucking awesome. Right, um, just like all these other people are awesome, and it's like I've spent the most time with this one. That's really cool. It's like this is like um, I've gotten further on the skill tree in this one. Like, <laughs> right. Really cool. Um, I, sorry for all the gamer. No, now. that's I hilarious. I actually really like. That. Oh my gosh! It's okay, fabulous. so we'll do
0: it. Um, <laughs> I've leveled up my marriage. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I also
1: think that because I, I used to identify as bipan, and that like the monogamous pressure and the compulsory heterosexual right. pr- pressure is like you're either. You know if you choose to be out and by then you're seen as sexually deviant or like unfaithful or hypersexual
0: right. or or it's the trend or it's a trend or it's a you're just whatever experimenting yeah. for attention yeah.
1: um mm-hmm. or like you're actually this um just you just don't know, know it yet yeah <laughs> yeah yeah or it's like you never found a good man it's like i haven't you're right about that
0: you're <laughs> only dating women because you can't get a good man it's like, like think yeah. you've heard yeah well,
1: i haven't seen one that was <laughs> kind of interesting to me so um i had to make one
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. i mean it did I'm, uh-huh. I'm very pro
1: man but the structure is put in place you know make it very hard for men to be you know humans yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah and, well, and i sympathize with that but it's also hard to yeah. sympathize with that when that's the group that's also fucking with you the most right right
0: can you imagine how humans would thrive if we were not beholden to labels yeah if we didn't have to be a thing Mm -hmm. and we could just do
1: Mm -hmm. my god if you cried and somebody went like oh that sucks like i'm here for you and not asked like what was wrong right yeah yeah just like oh can i fix it can we go back to doing our jobs here right um
0: this is the one thing i know how to do we were (laughs) wired
1: to like fucking build shelter and get food and water and then chill
0: Mm-hmm. And make life. lots of babies I'm Not like a keynote and then... <laughs> person, but it's
1: literally like we work longer hours than a medieval peasant does. Mm-hmm. I
0: threaten to run away into the woods and disappear for all time at least once a week.
2: I was gonna say
1: it happens a lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Where I'm like, I'm I'm leaving, I'm gonna go be a tree people. And that's Bye the now. normal urge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
1: it's very like
0: We are living counterintuitive. Yeah, I don't think and it's against it's our own nature
1: or should be to be like, yeah. oh yeah, I wanna wear a suit. Oh yeah! I really love Cubicles. giving away a yeah. third
0: of my life to I this be, job that doesn't pay enough. Yeah, I yeah.
1: want to be thirty stories high, uh, high and surrounded by glass. Yeah. no fresh air, no trees
0: anywhere. Yeah,
2: no natural sunlight. Oh, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> I'm like, who did this? Who? Whoever left the trees is a as a failure.
2: Whoever mm-hmm. convinced everyone else to get out That's of
0: the trees. That's true. Yeah, no, get back. up that here that really, Stop it.
2: Really. Convincing like tactic, and that's what got us. Yeah.
1: Those like are the rattlesnakes. And then it went. Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Um, it comes full circle. <laughs> You're like please stop with the snakes. Yeah, like okay. I quite like looking at ground, and there's no rattlesnake. I think rocks are fucking cool on their own. Grass, <laughs> yeah. count me in. You don't have to fill every, every acre just because the line goes up doesn't mean it's good. We made
0: a graph. We need okay. this many rattlesnakes. Wow, I see. Wow, it's the highest
1: the line has ever been on the amount of rattlesnakes produced. People like need to be fed and housed, though. Can you do that for
0: them? You can eat the rattlesnakes. Oh, can you we? Can can you can try. If a eat rattlesnake eats
1: you, you'll be inside it. It'll so be warm. Uh, it'll be warm. Yeah. Can. There you go. No. <laughs> I just liked the don't, ground. I
0: don't like this whole like <laughs> human existence that we've made that is yeah. totally against everything we know yeah, and absolutely. are. And it's frustrating to like see the science start to like back up all the things that we intuitively know. Mm-hmm. To know that you're, you're right. Like, you know. And then at the
1: end of the day, just be like, it okay, doesn't matter." but I, you know, yeah. here we are. But yeah. the rest of the world doesn't, is operating mm. under the assumption that I'm not right. 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 So I just have to go through with it. Yeah. And I have to be called paranoid. And have to be whatever
0: Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about how like living with chronic illness has. So even though there's a separation with the body, there's this like hyper connectedness. Yeah, where
2: you're like super aware of.
0: Yeah, we're we're aware Mm -hmm. of the body and how it communicates, and we talk a lot about. Well, and we talk a lot about how humans have way more instincts than we know we have, and if people would just listen there's a ton of things that like come to light and like chiropractic is one of them for me at least. Oh yeah. Like, and we both do it where we learned really young how to adjust ourselves and Mm -hmm. relocate things. And we were just doing it intuitively. And there are days where like the first time I stood on my hands because I was like, put my hands under my feet and pulled, Uh um, I was literally standing there and I was like, my wrist is out and everything sucks. I'm everything's horrible. And my brain was just like, stand on on your your hands. And I was like, the fuck, what? Stand on your hands. And I did, oh. and everything popped. And yeah. it was great.
2: I did that the other night when my rib was out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So I had to, like, tuck my arm behind myself and then take a deep breath and yeah. then roll, and it popped.
0: There's just, like, weird things that, yeah. like, you yeah. know how to do. Mm-hmm. The nature of you knows how to do. And yeah. we are so disconnected from our own existence, essentially. And it makes me very sad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, most people are. Like, it... It'd be surprising to see if you you could teach somebody how to do that. Right. Like how different their life would be. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, especially the people who are like, I've had like people who, again, it's the difference between like being ill and then becoming ill. Right. Right. Where the people who grew up ill, we are more connected to that instinctual piece, I think. Whereas the people who became ill are fighting to get that connectedness. Mm Mm-hmm. But also running from the body because the pain mm-hmm. is new. Yeah. Whereas for us, like, there's no where. Where are you gonna go from the pain? Uh, can you run from the pain? Can you sit without pain? Can you stand without pain? No. No, <laughs> you can do nothing without pain. End of story. The end. It's gonna be there. Yeah. Learn to deal with it. <laughs> the pain. Learn to, mm-hmm. like, yeah. function.
1: Right. The like, pain will sometimes throw a backhanded compliment in there in the form of relief. Yes. Yeah. From when you don't feel it
0: for yeah. a second. Yeah. Well, it's so bizarre. Like, they're, yeah. You don't realize how much pain you're in until it stops. And then you're like, whoa, yeah, I had buddy. that moment the other day. Yeah. What
2: was it? I was, oh, the GERD. Like, I, I hadn't taken a Meprazole for two weeks. Oh, no. And oh it had gotten really bad. I
3: have
2: a I, I didn't know. I didn't even know it was out until I had, like, one really bad night where I was keeping me up, oh. and I took. I took some of Meprazole and some Tums, and then I was like, my God, I was in a lot of pain. That <laughs> oh, really yeah. hurt. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think I have physical chronic pain, but I do have the, you know, knowing that the fatigue isn't fixed with a cup of coffee, but as right. a result of me having done my compulsion and not knowing that it was a compulsion for 22 years. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. having that, having that realization, kind of like how you were feeling yeah. earlier. It's like, that's cool. Like it doesn't cause me pain, but like, holy shit, that's mm-hmm. like a lot to deal with Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i'm gonna be mulling i'm like <laughs> again i'm gonna take it and i'm gonna turn it over in my uh-huh. hands in my brain and i'm gonna look at it and play with it yes we're gonna stim well and stimming like stimming is a natural human behavior oh yeah oh yeah
2: to get out mm-hmm. that the tension it yeah uh-huh.
0: oh my gosh uh summer would maybe know about this lisa told me about um this book called waking the tiger and it was so funny because she was telling me this the day after i saw TikTok about the exact same thing nice where animals instinctively shake off tension and like it it resets the nervous system Mm -hmm. and humans also have that same stupid ability and we are taught not to do the things that would help to reset our state of being well but it would look like right Mm -hmm. exactly yeah which has always been my problem like as a special education teacher i was very cognizant of other teachers being like well they need to learn to behave normally and right. I was like nope my mission is to teach them how to survive in a world that is not built for them uh-huh. that is what we should be doing and to it's not about asking them normalcy. to stop stimming yeah. yeah right like great so he's not stimming anymore but he's also miserable like yeah, what exactly <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. what is the cost here what does it cost you to let your kids stim
1: well, he's social get, brownie yeah. points? He, he's something corporate, corporate yeah. and abstract. Yeah, right? like, yeah.
0: oh no, he shook his hands. Like, yeah. what are you, why? What is the big deal? Leave right. people alone. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I was talking to Simmer about this because I'm gonna you know, be a cat mom um, with her. Kitty, kitty, kitty. And kitties are like, you autistic? know, if, if being autistic, and like autism is real, <sighs> but like if being autistic, is defined as like, you know, sensory or like feeling sensory overload or like um, communicating in non-conventional ways. Mm -hmm. Or
0: this um, is really funny because I have always said that dogs are stoners and uh cats Cats are autistic. autistic. Yes,
1: absolutely. Cats are autistic.
0: You want to understand an autistic person,
1: go hang out with a cat. Yeah, (sighs) like they they have a scratching post, but maybe they don't like it. They just like the way that the couch feels. Mm -hmm. They're scratching that shit up. Yep. Oh, my God. Anyway, Um, but but yeah, it's like and well, and it's like
0: you have to earn the social interactions. Mm -hmm. It's different because our world is like revolving around this idea that people are owed Mm -hmm. social interaction, right? And your social energy and your time, right? Mm -hmm. But you spend time with a cat. That's all on the cat's terms. Yeah, like it's not a dog.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a cat,
0: and you need to. A, earn their trust and uh-huh. B, they have to decide they like you. And yeah. sometimes they're not gonna like you just because.
1: Right. Like the m- and. my cat Kirby, um, we had some people over Um, or we even had the TV on, and it's, you know, her and I talking and then two people on the TV talking. We didn't see him for the rest of the night basically. And it's like, he He's just like, needed nope. alone time. And right. it's like, yeah. it, and that wasn't, that was something that I had to learn to like, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? And it's like, no, like I have my stim needs he has his yeah. Just like Summer and I, you know, like yeah. one of the ways that I cope is like just super gung ho, like I just want to get it fucking done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas one of the ways that she tends to cope is just like, I just need to relax and build up the energy and then I can get it done. Yeah. Right. And it's like those two things equally valid, maybe the same results if you had a control group, but mm-hmm. it's like contradictory. Right. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. That's nobody's fault. Nobody chose that right. knowing what the other person would be. It's just like, you know, we're individuals mm-hmm. and it, the, it's it's tragic that society views those as like personal handicaps, failings yeah. or handicaps or yeah. something that needs to be changed in order to appeal to or most fixed, people. You right. need to be fixed. Get along with people yeah. who, who don't get along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like, we're all like fucking different. Like I, I like yeah. the idea of, because I think that people do have a right to like have friends, but not in the sense that like an incel has a right to pussy are <laughs> just right. really shitty yeah. to people. It's like, it would do you a lot of good, but the rite of passage is actually treating people in a desirable right. way mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's generally, great.
0: If you were to leave children alone with uh-huh. one another, they will sort out yes, will. those socially unacceptable behaviors the stim, because they will not be tolerated within right. the group. Yeah,
1: the way that somebody stims isn't the problem. It's right. it's just like needs not being met,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And it's like once those are all met, then it's like great. Yeah, it's or like it's, it's
0: it's a way to regulate. Yeah, like some people uh, take deep breaths, and other people are going to like everybody's different and mm, I'm throwing things. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm trying to think like how I regulate, like, did you know the the arm straight? Yeah, up was a is a regulatory thing. Oh, and I I do, I do that one a lot. Yeah, so yeah if I drape I'm overwhelmed. Over my hair. I yeah. drape it over yeah. myself. I do that too. Oh, and I'll do it time. even if I'm like out. It's about. funny
2: because we we were talking, thing. um, both reactions are my bipolar moods uh-huh. so sometimes i need to get shit done yeah uh-huh. like right away and right. other times i need absolutely nothing i need to i need to build up to it yes. so it's yes. really funny
1: and i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed when the other one is brought up it's like right. jekyll and hyde you cannot yeah. right now i'm jekyll no way for you to fucking know but i'm jekyll and you <laughs> cannot bring up hyde right or i right. will never be okay with it mm. like the stakes are so high i'm not sure if you relate to that yeah no yeah, i get it, that. it feels like like it has to be that one thing all the time until it isn't and then yeah. it has to be that thing Hmm for the whole time. It's like, like, how do I build my character around how I solve problems? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: That's fascinating. <clears throat> so my husband and I are like, so if you look at like an ADHD checklist, uh-huh. all the ones I check no to, he's checking yes oh, to, and all the ones he's checking yes gosh. to, I'm checking no Interesting. to. Interesting. Yeah. So we're on like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, and I have like really good like motor planning and spatial reasoning for the most part. Mm-hmm. And like, there are things where he's like, I. There's a task in front of me, and I don't know where to start. And so he'll come and find me and be like, how do I start this task? Mm -hmm. Uh Because starting a task is friggin' hard, man. Yes. Those executive functions are so, so difficult sometimes. And then if we learn to lean on one another, we can fill in those gaps. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, Summer and I at work do it all the time. Mm -hmm. where We're like, I need something from somebody. But, like, we know who has... Yeah. The like the ability or the like yeah. skills that we are lacking, mm-hmm. and we'll go find that person. Yeah. And like sh- once you take ego out of it, mm-hmm. it can work.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you can you can just do all that shit for the betterment of your community, for your friend right. group, for your your relationship, be it monogamous or polygamous or yeah. a polyamorous. Sorry, yep. no Mormons here. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, but like you would be able to do that. Scot free if, if there wasn't a chance of like making the other person embarrassed or yourself right. being embarrassed by difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it would be. So well, and that's exactly it. It's like
0: it. ego. Ego is yeah the factor. How
1: would it look? And if how I did? we are socialized
0: yes. yeah. with ego is such a problem uh-huh. because people don't know how to ask for help. They don't know how to admit their own failings. They don't even know how to identify their own failings because people are not taught to be introspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we could teach people to like approach that metacognition piece in a non-judgmental way, we might be able to get somewhere as a society you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but everything is a judgment uh-huh. because that's how our society is built mm-hmm. and structured that doesn't make it the right way though <laughs> yeah. and that's what makes me crazy is I'm like just because that's the way it is and has been mm-hmm. uh-huh. like we are we are a blip on the radar of time uh-huh. and you you're telling me we can't change it. Right. that's baloney <laughs> uh-huh. just because it is doesn't mean it's the right way
1: right or or conflating like law with morality yeah, yeah. or
0: um, someone asked a really uh, weird question it was the morality of doctor shopping right yeah yeah the
2: implications of the morality of doctor shopping
0: which i found interesting because like mm-hmm. i don't know that there's a moral angle no. to seeking out appropriate care I get the, that there's, like, a judgment on it. They were feeling it, though. Yeah. They were feeling yeah. that they
1: were in the moral, morally wrong for Dr. For Dr.
0: For Dr. Yeah. yeah,
1: that makes sense. So Ooh. one of the things that I've learned is that, like, so many um, things that, you know, like, f- from mental illness you inherit as being, like, illogical mm-hmm. um, are, like, slippery slope fallacies. Yeah. And, like, the slippery slope fallacy just is a fallacy, point blank. Like there's no good slippery slope argument. Yes, it's it's a total it's paranoia. Yeah, and it's valid. Like that sucks as a feeling, but it isn't reality. Um, you know, like the that's what happened with gay marriage. Um, it's what happened with. Makes me think now. of Trevor Moore
0: because <laughs> oh, yeah. the gays got married. Yeah, Trevor Moore. Yes, <laughs> yes, love it. Yeah, no, absolutely, and this it like. Sorry, I had to write it down so I didn't forget. Mm-hmm. So have you ever looked at the unhelpful thinking styles?
1: Oh, a while ago.
0: It's a really, really good um, like tool for like identifying. And it, it fits really well with what I'm doing in therapy, which is like identifying mm-hmm. stuck points, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So those things that we fall back on and tell ourselves or yeah. judgments about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if I can find it. Should be pretty quick because I pull it up a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. I, it's always really refreshing to go. be like, oh my god, this is written on piece of paper. Right. Um, well,
0: and there's just like we said outside, like there are certain things where you can hear the information a hundred times. Yeah, right. Me, Knee? Knee or no, hip. Oh,
2: my uh, very low, low spine just popped. Oh,
0: good thing or bad thing? Both. Oh. Do oh. <laughs> you want me to pop you later?
2: No. Yeah. yeah maybe. meh. Okay.
0: <laughs> Ow! I nodded and my skull popped. Let's see. Great. <sighs> weather weather is probably I was supposed to say, <laughs> the pressure is changing uh. <coughs> um what was i saying oh yeah so like what i'm doing in therapy oh, and yeah. then how it like he, people can say something to you a hundred times but until it's put the correct like like the way that fits in your brain
3: mm-hmm.
0: you're like i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it holy shit get it or yeah. not
2: even that you don't get it you think you get it you
0: just don't absorb it the yeah. same way uh-huh. yeah. it's like finding a puzzle piece and rotating it till it clicks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: oh i most certainly magnify and minimize
0: that's catastrophize yeah
1: it's yep. it's and, and I.
0: a big catastrophizer he's uh-huh. big for that one
1: I, I also very much used to i'm better at it now but disqualifying the positive yeah um, that's
0: you and <laughs> that
1: stemmed a lot from being really defensive about my marginalization right. in certain ways. Yeah. Well, like and a- also
0: being gifted, talented. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. plays a huge, huge role. Oh, like, s- I will say it yeah. again, 2E kids are the, like, they are at the most risk, I think, of I'm, slipping yeah, through the cracks so and not being, um, like, not having their needs met yeah. ever. Uh-huh. So you have all these kids who are like, oh, they're gifted, they're fine. And you're like, um, usually if they're super gifted one way, there's a deficiency another way, mm-hmm. and then that leads to dysregulation, right? Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why we have all these like they're they're super smart, but behaviorally, and you're like, mm, yeah. it's because this is, the world is not built for yeah, them.
1: it's it's not. I I even take issue with the term gifted. Like it's flattering for the right. first few minutes, right, but then, but it's, then, a, then it's, it's like a like,
0: like bar that you have to bu- keep yeah, jumping I have, like, over like, and over and I'm over OP again in
1: certain ways, and then it's like extra hard to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. in other
0: ways. Well, because it's like if you were told to keep jumping the same bar but you're getting more and more tired as time goes on right? and mm-hmm. then the one time you miss it the gifted part goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like you lose your status if and you don't keep jumping that bar.
1: It's not even a status thing as to me as much as it is <clears throat> like the way that people treat you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like in some or ways people's expectations in of some ways you. I would have loved to lose that because then I would be understood for showing clear signs of disability as a kid mm-hmm. and not yeah. just being like eccentric because I'm gifted. Right. Um, but then I have to deal with disappointment. And right. it's already been ingrained from that, like being raised as gifted, Yeah. that that's like a no-go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a pressure that like sticks with you even when the label doesn't. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, well then I might as well keep the label.
0: Right, because um, if you're not meeting your potential,
1: uh huh. Then oh you're lazy, God, yes. Yeah.
0: And that's exactly. the judgment like, that comes down on your head. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you you meet that potential or you're lazy?
3: Yeah.
0: And then when you're burnt out and you're tired and you can't meet that expectation, mm-hmm. you punish yourself. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think <laughs> over
0: and over and over again.
1: I think we still have time. We could bring that to <clears throat> use. Oh yeah. Like what you're told. Yeah. I absolutely. Need to, I, I need to move something back. But go for it. Oh. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> continue. But we could
0: also do a part two if we need to mm-hmm. yeah. later on
1: that's true we have time
0: so i think we have quite a f- we've we've got time on our hands but we also have a lot of footage right now yeah okay so how one. do we feel about doing a part two would that be okay yeah yeah awesome yeah i would love to continue this conversation because yeah, it's been absolutely engrossing and i'm Mm -hmm. having a really good time and i'm so happy that you're happy that makes me happy (laughs) we could
1: do the four of us too
0: yes absolutely that would be so cool summer yeah cool (laughs) all right so let's close it out here because we have tons and tons and then more to talk about next time which will be really great i'm actually super excited yeah super excited um but in the meantime thank you so much for coming along <clears throat> i'm losing my voice oh no oh no we can't say goodbye thanks for hanging out with <laughs> us while we kind of explore this topic it's been really really um i don't know enlightening and it's brain candy yeah. yeah yeah that's
2: a good way to put it i love
0: yeah.
1: relating in a way that isn't like superficial mm-hmm. it's right. like,
0: Yeah. well really and exploring good. other people's thoughts without the judgment is just so much fun yeah because you it's get to feeling. see different ways that people are thinking about the same things absolutely coming to the same conclusions different ways is always really cool so thanks for having me oh absolutely we've absolutely adored it we were so excited all week like we were like it's it needs to be saturday now mm -hmm. but for now we will say goodbye so take care of you be kind to you be kind to others and we will see you in the next one